Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. So it's uh, all for play for still? I think so. Do you want to bet against us? Hello, Villa fans, and welcome to For the Love of Pomegranate podcast on this Saturday afternoon or evening. Nice, I suppose, really, if the truth be told. Um, I just wanted to pop on and wanted to talk about Mohamed Kudos for two reasons. Just seems to have hit Twitter recent Twitter in the last hour, two hours or so. Um, he's somebody I've been looking at along with his strike partner at IX Amsterdam and Brian Broby. Um, but we're only going to talk about Mohamed Kudos today. Um, another reason that I'm going to do this is uh, obviously I don't know if we're going to sign him. I don't know if there is any interest. Don't even know if the rumor is true or not. But the person that first floated the floated it out there on the internet was called Don Mitchell at Don Seven Mitchell. You, you can find him there. He says he's Africa's most famous insider. I don't know. Um, he messaged me before I tweeted um, to say uh, this. Uh, he's got the got information about Aston Villa to the fa- um, Aston Villa. Um, and kudos got information directly from his family uh, with regards to that I don't know I don't know uh, how true it is I don't know how, how false it is but uh, I just found that really interesting that uh, um, you know that he messaged me with regards to it um, he has been correct previously on Mwepu I think it is that moved to Brighton um, and he uh, broke news about about Kamara moving to Brighton. I think it was last season, but that one obviously didn't didn't come off. So look, we'll see where this one fl- where this one falls. Don't know whether it's whether it's going to come true or not, as I say. But we'll have a have a look at Mohamed Kudos because he's a super um, talent, and um, there's been a lot written about him. There's been a lot said about him over the last probably more so the last twelve months. Um, people have known about him from his time in Denmark. 
Um, Everton really wanted to get him when he was at Denmark. I remember reading that previously. Everton were like banging the drum for him at um, when he was at Nordland. And uh, they obviously didn't get him. And he went to Ajax for, I think it was nine million. Um, and he went to, he went, he went to Ajax. Uh, but we, we, we'll talk about him because positionally he's very versatile. Um, rotates all the way across the front line. Well, mo- mostly on the right-hand side. He has... Uh, it's an, it's an interesting one because from his time in 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 Denmark he would have really played as that as that number 10 um that attacking midfielder and then he moves to Ajax and he plays on the right hand side he plays uh, as that 10 he plays as a false nine which we're going to look at in a moment because I think if he's coming into Aston Villa he's obviously going to take in that position beside um Ollie Watkins that we've spoken about the one that that Leon Bailey has occupied the one that Buendia has occupied and so on and I'll, ta- I'll tell you why I think that uh, in a moment and um, he's also played quite a lot at center at central midfield as a as an actual number eight as well within this Ajax team and uh, I think I think he probably sees himself as an eight or ten um but like if you're after having the season that you've just had where you scored goals it's very difficult to kind of Pair yourself back. Sorry, I mean, I think he saw himself originally as an eight or a ten, but I think after the season that he's just had, it's very difficult to pair yourself back from scoring. Um, I think it was eleven goals in the league, four goals in the Europa in the Europa League, and one in the Champions League. He scored sixteen goals all in all. I can't remember what competitions they were in. Um, so uh, he is very, very interesting, and, and and we will talk about him. And as I say, it was interesting that I got a, a DM uh, from the person who brought who then went on to tweet it online so um i don't know don't know why you picked me um <laughs> but anyway that is uh that that is that's something that just kind of sparked my interest on it anyway let's take a little look at him as always i've got slides um so i'm going to pull him up here and uh, put up the slides should i say here but first of all before i i uh, go on to chat about him there's a wonderful wonderful athletic article if you are subscribed to the athletic you'll be able to read it it's from uh, 22nd of march this year now i had seen these quotes before um, but it was interesting because Dutch legend Marco van Basten um, in a TV interview, when Anthony signed for Manchester United, van Basten was on record as saying, no, United have got the wrong guy. They should have gone for kudos. And they, he said that he's much better footballing technique and he knows what he's doing. He's more made for the Premier League. And it's an interesting take because... Um, you know, we saw Mohamed Kudos in the in, in the World Cup. I think he got two goals against South Korea, it was, and he really kind of introduced himself for that Ghanaian team um, in, into, I suppose, into a lot of people's living rooms during that World Cup as well, because uh, he, he was he was one of Ghana's um, better players during during the course of the um, uh, of the World Cup too. Um, he's had a, I won't say it's not a difficult time since he moved to to Dutch football. But um, he's had two different seasons. Like last season, I think, last season, if I'm not mistaken, I think he had something like 14 shots in the whole season. Um, I think it would have been 20 shots, apologies, and 14 of them were on target in the whole season, last season. In the first 12 games, he had 20 shots. Uh, and uh, in the first 12 games of the season, this season, he had 20 shots. So what happened in the difference between those is Ten Hag left the club. And uh, and and obviously they brought in uh, they they brought in his replacement Johnny Heiting and um, and what's the other guy's name was a Schroeder I think uh, so basically he was utilised completely differently he was pushed further forward he was given more of a, of an outlet to kind of 
get that ball and drive forward from a from a from a, a more elevated position in the field. Uh, it's interesting. Like if you've if you've seen anything on him, he can dribble the ball. He's one of the more effective dribblers. And um, he's very much a direct dribbler, a straight dribbler of the ball. He's not one of these people who cuts in off the wing an awful lot when he's dribbling. When he gets it, he kind of he's very much a, a run forward and and. Um, type of player but he's really successful at it um, he does get dispossessed quite a lot and you kind of expect that for somebody who's been played in that false nine, playing played as a centre forward being played as a right winger, being played as an attacking midfielder, being played as a central midfielder you know, he gets played around in these different positions and that athletic article I think it is you'll be able to see he's got a breakdown of the minutes that he played in 2022-23 uh, the share of minutes 39% of minutes that he played was as a striker or a false nine 34% of the minutes that he played were on the right wing and 17% of the of the minutes that he played were actually as a, as a traditional eight in the centre of midfield. So um, interesting kind of breakdown and shows his versatility, shows shows he's able to do an awful lot with the ball because he can, he, he's, he, he's, he's very, uh, he's, he's press resistant with the ball when, when he's back to goal, but also when he loses the ball or if, uh, if he has to do a defensive job up top. He is very good at pressuring uh, defenses. If you go back and you watch, there's, there's, um, was it this season or was it last season? Ajax played played Liverpool in Europe, um, and he scored against Liverpool. Anyway, if you go and you watch that goal, you'll see, <coughs> you'll see how kind of differently what he can do it in the box here. He's very, very good close control. Ball comes into him. I think it was Stephen Borghouse. plays the ball into him from the from the left hand side. And I remember that because he's always a player that. I always kind of wondered why he was playing at Ajax, but you know the Dutch teams like to recycle players, and, and when they get them in, uh, like the big teams sometimes cycle recycle players from 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 other teams within the league. But um, he did a job for them. He got that ball into Mohamed Kudos, who shifted the ball with his left foot out of the way of Virgil Van Dijk and stuck it in the top corner. So like he can do mo- multiple different things with the ball, and I think the for, I think now that he's kind of got the, the 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 scoring bug, if you want, if for want of a better word. I think he's probably in his own mind his days of moving back to that central midfield, that number eight, are probably gone. Uh, because look, people who score goals get paid lots of money, and at the end of the day, money is a massive driver in a lot of players, a lot of players' minds. Uh, speaking of money, he's valued at about forty million. Um, and any article I've seen that is uh, says it's 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 about forty million. I'm going to come to your comments before I. Uh, before I see this, um, yeah. So Martin Leonard is asking. I'm literally seeing this where we linked what sources are come. It came from Football Africa. It, it, it was it's on Football Africa, but it also came from a guy called Don Mitchell who just messaged me out of the blue. And then next thing he had it up online. Then Football Africa picked it up from there. I've no idea if there's any truth in this, but let's let's talk about it anyway. Um, uh, Christopher Gonzalez said, I'm confused as to what type of attackers we're going after. We haven't been linked to any true strikers. Tammy aside, that, that's because we will probably play with that other support striker up top with Ollie Watkins. Um, and, you know, who's to say we only... I, I personally don't think we only bring in one striker. I think we bring in two. But I, I, I think that Unai Emery is a fan of having experience up top along... So I think whoever... Essentially what I'm trying to get here is whoever we bring in is going to, to, to play alongside Ali Watkins. May not be that 21, 22-year-old striker. I think it's going to be somebody who's a bit more experienced, who knows how to play that role, can come on, can give Ali Watkins a 15, 20-minute, 30-minute break. I'm not saying somebody like an Eden Dzeko who's 37 years of age, but I think we will sign a central striker and I think we will sign somebody like a Mohamed Kudos or somebody like... Um, um, I, I can't remember who else we've been linked to with regards to that. 
uh, will come in as well. Because I think the attacking positions, um, and the versatility within the attacking positions, I think is something we look for. And Kudos has that. He can play on the right-hand side. He can play that false nine. He can play a 10. And he can play as as, as a central striker as well. So um, I think versatility is something that Unai Emery is really, really going to look for. And uh, hopefully he gets it because uh, I, for one, am also looking for versatility up top too. Um, ba -ba -boom. Yeah, so uh, it's between ourselves and Brighton, apparently, the rumour goes. 40 million is the asking price. And uh, 40 million should, apparently is, is, is something that both teams are willing to pay. Um, as I say, I, I don't know how true or how, or how false this rumour is, but um, if somebody like Mohamed Kudos came in, I think when we look at his statistics in a moment and uh, we talk a small bit more about how he plays, um, it's, it'll become more and more interesting. Um, so let's take a look at him here and how he, how he kind of stacks up against the likes of Leon Bailey, Philippe Coutinho and uh, Emmy, Emmy Bundia, players who've been played alongside Ali Watkins, I suppose, over the course of the last year. Um, so he's, uh, oh, I'm after messing up his shots. Obviously, I'm after, what I'm after doing here is taking his tackles per 90 at 1.25 and I'm after putting that in where his shots should be. So his shots are absolutely fantastic, 3.46, taking, taking more shots than any of the players that we have there. Disregard the graphic that you see there. This line here should be that green line for under shots per 90 should be way up to the top um so he's up in the top four percent of all um of all wingers slash strikers well wingers actually i'm going to these are statistics i've taken against the wingers um he's up in the top uh four percent of those in, in, in all of europe um on target rate at 39.1 percent puts him in the top quarter uh, of all of all strikers in europe um gets uh gets uh he's he's shot in target percentage um i've seen to that too. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah, so it's still shots on target. I just mixed up the two of them there. 1.36 and then shot on target is 39.1%. See, I badly need, and somebody asked, I asked on, this, on the podcast uh, if somebody was any, anybody was Google code so I could just fill in the information and it wouldn't make a mess on my stat sheets here. And somebody came back to me and said they were, but I lost the message. So if you're listening to this, please reach out to me on Twitter and uh, we'll chat because I've had a go at doing, like, trying to code it myself, but uh I can code about as good as I can put statistics into a manual sheet here, as you guys can see. So um, I do apologize. Um, anyway, in a nutshell, when we look at him against the likes of uh, Emi Buendia, Philippe Coutinho and, and, and Leon Bailey, he stacks up better in the, in, in the play, in the, the, the areas of shots um, of shots taken, his shots and target percentage, the amount of his pass percentage, his dribble success rate. So all these real attacking kind of statistics he is better in. Obviously, when we look down at the dispossessed stats, he gets dispossessed more than any of those players as well. So with great attacking intent and with great ability to be able to progress the fall forward, uh, progress the ball forward, does come the, the, the potential to lose that ball as well. So it is something that we... Um, uh, you know that you just have to have to bear in mind. I I I want I want to put to say that I am all for this guy. I think I think a player like this is something that Unai Emery needs within this team. Uh, Leon Bailey obviously is is kind of like this player, but he's been he's, he has been hit and missed during the course of the season. Um, and 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 there's no way to kind of sugarcoat that. I suppose really. Um, he's had some some important goals. He scored goals at the start of the season, came into it then again at the end of the season. But we only have one Leon Bailey in the team. We only have one out and out winger. And when Leon Bailey's form was low, we had no one that could even slot into that position really. 
Um, you know, so even bringing in somebody like uh, Mohamed Kudos, play him up front, up beside Ali Watkins, maybe allows Leon Bailey to ease his way into the season next season. There isn't as much pressure on him. And likewise, if Kudos isn't fl- isn't isn't firing, we have a Leon Bailey that could come in there. And I still think that even if somebody like Mohamed Kudos comes comes in, we would have another um, uh, winger would come into the team as well. Um, I think. Um, because I think we're going to be very active in striking positions and forward positions, should I say? Um, and and uh, yeah, I, I've said previously. I think even with Yuri Tielemans coming in, I think we could see maybe another four to five players come into this team, and that's not including a backup goalkeeper. Um, so let's move on here and let's see how he stacks up here against Harvey Barnes. I still have the same mistake here with the shots uh, because I've just uh, overlaid one on the other. So he takes more shots than Harvey Barnes. His shot on target uh, percentage is lower than Harvey Barnes. Harvey Barnes was, uh, was a shot machine last year. He creates more shot-creating actions uh, in and around the same goal-creating actions, gets dispossessed an awful lot more than Harvey Barnes, dribbles the ball almost three times better uh, or successfully almost three times the rate of a Harvey Barnes and, and has a better pass percentage. So once again, as I said, the shots at the very, very top there, that should be actually off my chart there. Um, but I have put in, I've put it, uh, plotted it on the wrong part of the graph. So when he, where he, lay, he, he shapes up against the Harvey Barnes is he kind of beats him out in every, in every category aside for his shot on target percentage. And obviously he gets dispossessed more than Harvey Barnes because he gets dispossessed more than the majority of players within Europe. Um, but then again, he tries more um, more uh, dribbles and um, he tries to progress the ball more than, than nearly anybody within Europe as well. So uh, he's a very progressive thinking player. Um, so there, uh, there are the, those, those two slides. I had another slide which I actually have completed, but it doesn't seem to have loaded up on the screen there. Um, let me just try and fill that because I wanted to show him and how he kind of stacks up against uh against the, the the strikers that we have as well. Because as I say, I think he I think there's a good good chance that he's going to play um he's going to play up top um uh, quite quite a bit um against our strikers. So just let me just load up this, and as I'm loading it up, I'm going to talk a small little bit about him as well. So as I say, he's had a he's had a couple of different uh, managers. He's played played in a couple of different positions this season, um, and and his his uh, trip to um his 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 trip to to uh, Ajax has uh, I I suppose kind of I'm not going to say he was expedited in coming to Ajax, but it was he. Coming to Ajax for him, he was he was extremely young. He was for a massive fee, and 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 he was kind of thrust into it a small little bit. Didn't play an awful lot in, in the Erste Division, which is the the second division with young Ajax. Um, he went almost almost directly straight into their into their first team. Yes, he did play a, a bit there, but there was a lot put on his shoulders straight away. As I say, he played with the likes of Anthony. He's played this season with Brian Broby, and um, you know, he is a. a he, he's he's shown his talent and, and that World Cup, as I said previously, that World Cup is something that he is uh, that he has uh, kind of under his belt. Uh, the, the Everton piece was an interesting one because they actually bid for him. They bid for him two seasons in a row. I don't know what they bid for him. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. So like the links to the Premier League have been there, and that's what I that's what I'm trying to get at here with regards to this. The links to to the, to the Premier League have been there, and um, I think it's somewhere whereby. You know, he's probably wanted to come himself. He probably sees himself playing in the Premier League. And uh, why not? As I say, it is 
apparently the best league in the world. And uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to earn money, um, coming to the Premier League is certainly the place to come to. Um, I apologise, my slide here is just uh, taking its time to load up here, but I'm going to bring this off, and uh, I should be able to load up the next slide here. If you'll just bear with me one moment. So, uh, my computer. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChampaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, interesting. It won't let me... Loaded as a slide, so I'll have to load it as an overlay. Apologies, everybody. There, we will pop this one back up here for you. You should be able to see it in a moment. So here we go. This is what he looks like against our, our current strikers. So takes far, <coughs> far and away more shots than any of the two previous strikers that we had playing in 2023. Um, Ali Watkins or uh, Danny Ings. Ball recovery is up there. I would expect his ball recovery is to be an awful lot higher at 5.42 considering he's played central midfield right wing. He's also played in that, that kind of false nine role coming back a small bit more. Shot creating actions an awful lot higher. I would expect that also from his uh, from playing out on the right hand side. He'd have a lot more creativity. One, one of the really interesting things about him as well is he barely crosses uh, he, 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 he while he crosses the ball it's like like for a striker it looks great there at 76% because obviously you wouldn't expect your strikers to be crossing the ball but for a winger or for a midfielder he doesn't cross that ball an awful lot for a winger or midfielder so when you think about him as being that wide wide player and 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 uh, that dribbler he is very good at dribbling but he's very much direct at get to the box and try and get into the box which which I like in a player as well so Ball recoveries, I said there, shot creating actions are right up there. Goal creating actions coming in around uh, the same as, as the incumbents that we had. His scoring frequency is once every 165 minutes, which was better than the two guys that we had previously. Um, chances missed, he missed 13 big chances last season. Um, as you can see, Danny Ings, when he was with us, missed very few chances. Ollie Watkins, as the year went on, uh, began to miss less and less. Uh, I think he came in at 11. Uh, goals per shot ratio is a bit lower than everybody else there at 0 0.16. Um, shots on target ratios comes in at about 30, 39%. As we know, Ollie Watkins had one of the best shots on target ratio last season uh, in the Premier League. So all in all, you know, he takes more shots. He's more shot creating actions. He's got very, very press resistant when he gets the ball at his feet. But he can also press people, as we can see here, by his ball recovery. So he's got that work ethic to be able to press high up the field and to work in that defensive nature as well. So it's... Uh, it's kind of a it's 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 kind of a really interesting one, you know. I, I don't know if it's going to come true. I haven't a clue. But as I say, if he's somebody that Villa are looking at, he's got a got a bag of tricks that um 
He's got a bag of tricks that can the 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 number one transfer to the Premier League. I think I think that's fair to say. Um, but also um, there. There are a set of attributes that will raise eyebrows, I suppose, with regards to his play on the field. Because all you got to do is look at him. He's got that 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 direct running style, and um, his goal output from the last season was quite was was impressive, also. So you know, he's somebody that we 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 would definitely not say no to, you know, because we're lacking in striking department in the striking department. He's twenty two years of age. I think he's ready for the for to, to really kick on. I think he's Premier League uh, Premier League standard for sure. So if Aston Villa were to bring in Mohamed Kumaros, we would go go into more detail on him. Um, but uh, as I say, I had I had this piece done. So there's, there's a reason why a lot of those uh, those, those graphs were incorrect. It was because I had this done to release to do with the, his strike partner, Brian Broby, as part of his, his scouting series. But obviously I hadn't quite finished the, the slide or I hadn't re-looked at the slide again, should I say, uh, before I, uh, I I redid up his his uh, his shots there on that radiograph. But um, yeah, let's go back to some of your comments there and let's see how what you guys... Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Where else are we um, on that? Um, I think there's a 65 million I saw there. I think that's about Paul Torres. Yeah, there's a uh, Villa report uh, mentioned this, this evening that we were um, considering paying the release fee for Paul Torres, which would be massive money, which would be huge. Because if we have that money to throw around, as I say, I still think we're going to bring in four to five players over the course of the season, over the course of the off season. So, you know, if we're spending 65 million on one player, then... Um, you know, uh, and we we need other areas to bring players into. It's it's going to be an interesting off season, I think for sure. Um, bum, 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 bum. where else are we? Seltrori back to IX as part of the deal says she. Seltrori back to IX as part of the deal. Maybe, maybe they don't want him back. Maybe they do. Um, you know, he's probably played some of his best football. Could be an interesting one. Um. Mm -mm. And yeah, so there's a couple of people say, uh, so Shane says here as well, Shane Mead says lots of similarities with when we signed Bailey. Not really, only the dribbling, only the fact that he was a dribbler. Um, Leon Bailey didn't have, from memory, I don't think Leon Bailey had anywhere near the shooting prowess. He certainly didn't score the same amount of goals as Mohamed Kudos, and he didn't have that versatility to play, play right up top. One of the biggest things with Leon Bailey, I remember when he signed, was Peter Bosch. Uh, who ironically went on to manage uh, Ajax at one stage as well. He was Leverkusen manager, and Bailey and himself didn't really see eye to eye because he played Bailey as a wing back at times. Um, and Bailey wanted to be further forward to get further forward. So I, I think in his mind he wasn't getting that uh, attacking, um, the attacking positioning that maybe that he wanted. And uh, he moved to Aston Villa, and he's been played in that attacking position. Still think he's finding his feet in the league. The injuries in season one didn't help him. Last season, he had a cr crushing and crumbling um, lack of confidence at times. Um, I, I certainly think he's staying around this year. Um, and I think we're adding to our squad as opposed to subtracting to subtracting from it massively. Um, but somebody like Mohamed Kudos has a different skill set. He's not, as I said, he's not your out-and-out -out winger like Leon Bailey is. This guy is, has really played as a number nine not number nine, a number 10 or a false nine um, over the course of the last season, that support striker role. And I think that's what Unai Emery is looking for um, up top with, with Ali Watkins because uh, he needs somebody to do the work around there as well with Ali Watkins, like he did with Buendia last season. Yeah, So I think it is. Um, so British Mick says, would you like him to Dama Traore? No, I still I wouldn't. I, I still wouldn't. The Dama Traore is, while he's powerful and he runs, runs straight, he, that's all he has. 
That's all he has. Like this guy has played central midfield. Um, this guy actually played predominantly central midfield uh, when he first came in, broke into the to the um to the Ajax team. <coughs> then the central midfield kind of right midfielder, right wing kind of that kind of area. It's only this year he's kind of been pushed further forward into that into that striker role, and he's gotten the goals to prove himself. I think. Um, I think he's gotten that goal, goal uh, those goals, should I say, to prove himself. Um, I'm going to leave it at that, everybody, because it is a Saturday night and uh, it's coming close to 10 o'clock. Um, yeah, but uh, look, who knows whether this is going to come true. Just thought it was an interesting one. It seems to have broken recently, uh, very recently this evening. Um, we'll keep an eye on it and see what happens. But uh, if this is the calibre of player, this is the type of player with the uh, attributes and the idiosyncrasies that uh, Unai Emery is looking at, um, and it seems to be that we're looking for that support striker more than that out and out centre forward just at the moment. Um, the likes, as I say, of the Nico Williams of this world, the um, who, who obviously is more of a, a winger winger. Harvey Barnes, I think, if he comes to Aston Villa, will be will be used more inside a small bit more, and they will just go to him, do what you did at Leicester last season, get some goals. And uh, obviously, this guy, I think, as well has the um, has that that experience of playing up top as well. So. Um, yeah, it's a really, really interesting time. Still have no handle really on what Unai Emery wants for this team. And uh, I like it because it keeps us all guessing. Um, but I do think that we will probably see some action in the transfer market over the next week or two, prior to obviously going out to out to the, to the States. And now that we've got the, the kit launched, um, you know, they now have the ability to be able to show off players in the new kit, which I would imagine is something that a uh, small detail, but something that, um, that, it, that is big for the club, I would imagine from a, from a branding point of view. So before this dog keeps on barking outside my window, I'm going to leave you all for the afternoon. Thanks so much everybody for listening and for watching until uh, next time. Stay safe, stay healthy. And all that's left to say is up the villa. Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.